We are in Simon Reish Beis, the Halach of Birkas Aperis. We are up to Siv Gimel, and today we'll be doing two Sifim, Gimel and Dalid. Siv Gimel. Garine Haperus, the seeds of fruits, or the pit of a fruit. Imein Metukim, if they are sweet. Mishnabura says sweet is Lavdafki, he means if they taste good. Mavarach Alehem, Borei Priha Eitz. One says a Borei Priha Eitz. Vimei Morim, if they are bitter, meaning they're not edible. And the Mishtabura speaks out, they are totally inedible, meaning, even if you're hungry, you don't feel like eating them. If you sweeten them by way of fire, meaning if you go and roast it, or cook it, and that makes it edible, the halachi is, you say a shahakol. Now to begin with, this machaber not everyone agrees with. There are many poskim, among them the Gra, that hold that the pit of the fruit is never considered Iker Pri. It is always Lav Iker Pri. It is always considered a peripheral part of the, of the fruit. We learned before that a Lav Iker Pri is Borei Pri Ha Adama. So according to them, even if the pit tastes good, it is something that people would eat, its bracha is Borei Pri Ha Adama. Now, getting back to the Machaber, the Machaber Shita is that it is considered Ikerpri. If it's inedible, the halachi is that it gets no bracha. If you then make it edible, then its bracha becomes shahakol. This fits in with something we've seen before, that if something is totally inedible, and then you make it edible by way of cooking, we call it a synthetic fruit. It's a synthetic, and its bracha is shahakol. We do not relate it to the fruit of the tree. The postkim here ask Akasha, because later we find the halacha of shkedim hamorim. This is a type of, uh, of almond tree that grows bitter almonds that are inedible until you toast them. The halacha is that when you toast them, their bracha is barei priya eitz, because that's what they're grown for. So the rule we get there is that something that is grown in an inedible mode for the sake of making it edible, the halacha is that when you make it edible, it gets its rightful bracha. It's only if something got ruined, it got spoiled, and it's inedible, or it didn't yet fully grow and it's inedible. There we say that if you cook it and make it edible, it's shahakol. But something that is grown in a way that the normal thing to do with it is then toast it, so when you toast it, it gets its rightful bracha. I guess the most common example of that is not in Birkas Aperis, but in Barapri Adama, a potato. A raw potato, bepashtis, is inedible. Yet when we do cook it, Almost everybody holds it. It's bracha is adame, not shahakol. The reason being that that's why we grow potatoes, for the sake of cooking or roasting or frying them. So they ask, if the machaber really holds that garine peros are ikur pri, then if they're inedible but you toast them, why shouldn't that be like the potato or like the bitter almond? So the Mishnabura answers that you, you would grow bitter almonds for the sake of toasting them. You don't grow a fruit for the sake of toasting its pit. You grow the fruit for the sake of eating the fruit. If the pit is edible, you'll eat that as an afterthought. If it's inedible, you're going to throw it away. Toasting it is not the normal use of the fruit, and therefore it would not become Borei Priya Eitz. All in all then, the, the pit of a fruit that is edible, according to the Machaber, is, is going to be Borei Priya Eitz. According to the many Achronim, it's Borei Priya Dama. If it is inedible, it gets no bracha. If you make it edible, everyone would agree that its bracha is only shahakol. Now, this brings us to Sif Dalid, a whole new world, Shemen Zayas, olive oil. Imshaso kemoshehu, 
if you drink it straight, if you just drink olive oil, you do not make a bracha on it because it doesn't taste good and isn't good for you. It's something that just you get no hano from whatsoever. Drinking olive oil straight, we say, is not something you make a birkas hanenin on. This is true even if you have a sore throat and the olive oil will make your throat feel better, but you got no hano from it whatsoever. Now, from this we get a rule that all medication that does not have an especially good taste gets no bracha whatsoever. So that if you're taking, be it a vitamin, be it, be it a, some kind of a, a, a tablet, um, any kind of uh, medication that does not have an especially good taste, meaning were it not medicine, no one would have eaten it, it gets no bracha. You should know the Rambam sheet is brought in the Sharetzian is that the fact that it has medicinal value um, gives it a bracha of shakol. We do not paskin like the Rambam. So all medication that is tasteless or has a bad taste does not get any bracha whatsoever. The rule being that of olive oil, since it doesn't taste great, even though you're drinking it for a sore throat, the halachi is you make no bracha. Vim ochlo impas. What if you have olive oil with bread? So in a mavarachalov, there's no need to make a bracha on the olive oil. The pas ikur, mavarachal ikur, potras at You make a motzi on the bread, and that covers the olive oil. Now, the achronim ask, what's the halacha going to be if a person has a sore throat and he really wants to have olive oil in order to moisten his throat? He's having it with bread, so it shouldn't taste so bad. What bracha do you say there? Shouldn't the bread be the tuffel and the olive oil the yikr? So there are poskim that hold that way. The problem is that there are others that are medayik, that it sounds like in the Gemara, that under all circumstances, olive oil will bread, with bread is covered by, is, is considered hamotzi. Um, therefore, there are some who hold that even if you're having it lerufua, once you have it with bread, the bread is ikr. We don't quite understand why, because the case in the, in the mission of Iker Tuffel happens to be the case of someone who is having bread with salty fish and it's, or, or some salty dish, and he's only having the bread in order for it to, to make it palatable. And the halacha is that the bread is Tuffel. You don't wash, you don't say amotzi, the whole thing is shakol. So the Mishnaburah brings down that there is a day that the same would go here. If you have a sore throat and you want olive oil, so you're having it on bread, you just say bore priya eats on it, nothing else. Um, however, there are cholkin. Further, If you add oil to borscht, to beet juice, In that case, it's not bad. It's good for your throat, and it also tastes good. If you have a sore throat, the ikar is the shemen, and it's brach is eats. Whereas if your kavana is to eat it, you like the taste of a nigron with shemen zayis. Havale a nigron iker. So the borscht is the iker. Ve'enim avorach elohala nigron shakol. And the bracha you make is the bracha of the anigron, which the Ramah says is shakol. Means we have a beferish Ramah that the bracha on borscht is shakol. So now let's talk about this halacha. First of all, what happens if somebody has a mixture of, of borscht with oil? The majority is, uh, is oil and he's not drinking it lerufua. So if you want a combination, we usually go by rove. 
Therefore, its bracha would be Baruch Priya Eitz. It's really a machlokas to Magan Avram and the Taz. There are those who say that the Shemen Zayis is never going to be the Iker, even if it is the majority, unless you're having it Lerafua. A second issue is in terms of how we define Rafua. The um, primagodim is mistopic. If you have a sore throat, but that's not why you're drinking it, but because it does help your throat, do we give it an eights? Or it's got to be that the reason you're thinking of it, if you're drinking of it, you're drinking it is because b'chavana, you would like to, to, to soothe your throat. And he leaves that as a, as a tzarech ian. Now, why is the borscht shahakol? Um, later, we're going to learn that fruit, uh, that vegetable soup, um, the the, the uh, clear broth itself gets a bracha of borei priyadama. Now, borscht itself is vegetable soup. It is cooked beets, and you remove the beets, and what you get is borscht. Why is it that the brachi here is shakol and not adama? So the Mishtabur brings the gra who speaks out that vegetable soup will only get a borei priyadama if you plan on eating the vegetables. But in a case where you're doing it for the sake of the soup alone without the vegetables, you're going to remove them and throw them out. It's bracha really is shakol. So he says that borscht was where they used to cook the, the, um, they used to cook the beets for the sake of making the juice. Therefore, it's considered shakol rather than barapri adama. They actually threw out the beets. They did it for the sake of the juice, not for the sake of the beets. So we'll learn about this in greater detail towards the end of the simon. So once again, shemen zayis, like wine, is Barepria eights. In the case of wine, they gave it a special bracha because it, it uh, satisfies and makes you happy. In the case of Shemen Zayis, the Gemara tells us why they didn't give it any special brachas. Shemen Zayis is Barepria eights, but if you have it straight, it gets no bracha because it's not Roy Lachila Fulay De You have it with bread, it's tuffled to the bread, and we're not even sure. It could be that it's even if you're having it Lerafua. If you mix it with Barsht, if it's for the sake of Rafua, it's Borei Priya Eitz. If it's the sake of the drink, then the Bracha on it is Shakol. How long was that?